Hey bowlers, you're listening to Bowl After Bowl episode 3 on Friday, April 11th, 2014. I'm smoking bowl after bowl. And I smoke. Bowl after bowl after bowl after bowl after bowl after bowl. And I smoke. Alright, so I'm sitting down here with Mike Hagen. Hi, Spencer. How's it going, Mike? Pretty good. Mike is uh, many things, but uh, the main reason I had him on the show is he used to have a show on KOPN uh, back in the Dizze called Radio Orbit. And Radio Orbit was, uh, well, according to your website, it was created with three things in mind to share art, to share information, and to find the others. Hmm. Now, I know that Find the Others is uh, originally... It's a Leary quote. A Leary, it's yeah. A Leary the, quote, yeah. The New York captain of the acid right, culture. Right. And, and um, Terrence McKenna kind of picked it up and also talked a lot about Finding the Others. And, yeah. Um, yeah the, the, the original quote, I think, was somebody was talking to Leary and, and, and you know, his, his tagline was, uh, tune in, turn on, and drop out. Right, right. right? And, and the guy said, well, what do you do after that? And he said, find the others. Well, uh, it's funny because Leary's often championed as like the guru of acid, you know, the original whatever. And uh, when I came to college and moved out of my parents' house and started looking into that sort of culture um, and found Leary, I actually was like really disappointed when I found him. But because I I read his book, uh, Your Brain is God. Uh Uh-huh. And it was like, it made some good points and stuff, but it was all like, poorly edited you know and, and like i just circuit business and all find that, a bunch man. of like just common typos that an editor should catch you know what i mean right, like right, right. and it was just really a turnoff to me but then the find the others thing is just like such a gem you know right like, well yeah you know, I, I i was never really that i mean i i appreciate what he did just to bring about the uh uh the awareness of of psychedelics and and from his position it was pretty remarkable because he was a phd a psychiatrist at, at Harvard, you know, right. the, the youngest PhD to ever become a professor at Harvard, and so he was sort of the poster child for uh, the American Psychiatric uh, Association and all of these very mainstream, stiff shirt, stuffed, uh, constipated uh, right. gang of folks, and <laughs> and 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 when he uh, discovered LSD and and used it. Man, it, it literally threw him, you know, from that uh, the, the extremely academic uh, uh, sort of position in his mind to a complete radical, and mm-hmm. uh, and he scared the hell out of everybody. And and in fact, they did put him in prison, and he he went through a lot of uh, real difficult stuff. But but he never really uh, he was such a radical, and 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 the ideas hadn't developed enough yet. Right. It took another generation essentially to kind of get things where it was even. Uh, reasonably uh, well understood what psychedelics really were and what the history was in a in a uh, in a sense of indigenous cultures and how there was actually a long long history of these substances being right. used uh, for for medicinal and uh, and uh, and ritual uh, purposes and and the context of of the psychedelics is really important to understand uh, if you do it yourself you know and I think it took. A whole nother generation, McKenna and, and Robert Anton Wilson, and oh, you, 
you know, the whole the whole bunch of them. Sure. Uh, there, there, there's too many to name. There were a lot of them. There's some great writers too. So. Well, it's understandable too because in the modern industrial sense, when he was coming out, it was just totally unprecedented. Like he would have sounded like a raving lunatic. Oh yeah. And, and, and he did to most, but he did to most people. Right. And even you know, Terrence in in, in in the early days sounded completely out of his mind to most people. Oh, sure. But but to but to the people who had had those types of experiences or could relate uh, because of uh, personal experiences, it, it it made a whole lot more sense. And it's kind of like anything, uh, you know, if you're familiar with something, uh, it will make more sense to you than if uh, than if you're not familiar with it. And and yeah, you know, it's just kind of the way the way it goes. But because these are sort of fringy um, ideas and and not very well embraced by popular society and culture, right? Uh, they they get a real bad rap right off the bat. For know? sure. And that that's been half the battle. It's still part of the battle with regard to drugs in general. Is, right. It is um, what really are they good for? Mm-hmm. And and uh, they shouldn't be all lumped together right. uh, as just one big thing called drugs. I mean, right. they're, they're, they, they do a whole bunch of different things, all these different drugs, and some of them can be extremely dangerous and, and, and harmful. Some of them can be extremely helpful and beneficial, and their legal status really has very little to do with those oh, two yeah, things. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, and uh, I think most of us, because I've you know, been pretty active in the the drug law reform movement since I moved out here and uh, thank you and kind of the reason that I got into it and fought is because I mean a big portion is because I see the harms that drugs do and the only there's no reason for that like we see the addiction and uh, you know people's lives getting ruined people making terrible decisions and part of that is because it's been kept illegal. It's been kept, you know, so people aren't educated of what does what. And mm-hmm. Like you just said, they're all lumped into the same thing. When uh, Just say no. Right, the right. just say no, I mean, and yet uh, just take this Ritalin and, right. you know. And it, it, all of both of those examples are, 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 are ones that say you have to take an infantile approach. You are not allowed to ask any questions. You don't need to educate yourself. You don't need to talk to anybody else about this. You just say no, right? And you just do what you're told. And man, that's a that's a that's kind a dangerous a, position. Kind of a take. shut up slave. Yeah, sort of it really is. And man, if you're if you're going along with that type of a thing, you'll go along with anything, and it's dangerous whether you're talking about drugs or or anything else. So, you know, asking questions and educating yourself, and it's a personal responsibility thing now because the culture's not going to do it. Um, you're not going to get the truth of of much, right. um, you know, through public education or CNN, Fox, MSNBC, whatever, you're not going to get, you're going to get pieces here and there, but uh, you're pretty much going to have to educate yourself. And, and, the, sure. and the drug education is a big one because there's landmines all over out there. Right. And you've got to be able to, to navigate that space that is the modern world and it's dangerous. And, Absolutely. And, and it's also marvelous. You know, so that's the challenge of, of the of the individual, and, and it's more difficult nowadays, it seems, because things have gotten so complicated and so complex. And I mean, there weren't that many options a hundred thousand years ago. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you know? I mean, like you were talking about earlier, you're walking around on broken sticks, right, barefoot, right. and wearing a loincloth if you're lucky. Yeah, and enjoying the nice days and miserable when it's not nice, and really uh, living 
with with the the rhythms of the natural world. Right. Now we're so separated from from that, and we live in this uh, essentially a, a digital environment. For sure. Which is overwhelming us with information all the time. Um, I mean, things that happen anywhere in the world are 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 real time if you're looking for them. Like right. You just be on a Twitter feed or your Facebook or your telephone or whatever, uh, and it's crazy. I mean, it, it, it I don't know what it's doing, but it's got to be doing something. It's to definitely us. changing us and uh, you know? part of our evolution. Um, it's like a drug I, in and of itself. Technology is like a drug. For sure. Yeah. You know, uh, it, I mean, it it's a uh, it's a different pathway for data to reach you. You know, it's yeah. different. Uh, different input. You know, it's funny because uh, Terrence said years ago um, he was talking about the miniaturization of computers and about how they were getting smaller and smaller and smaller. Right. And this was in, in like the 80s he was talking about it. Right? Sure. And, 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 and he said, you know, someday a computer will be small, will be small enough that you can swallow it. And that's now the case. Sure, yeah, with and the then, pills, yeah. And then, and then the pun was of course, some people will never be able to swallow it. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah, fair, yeah. Uh, but that's really going on. We're, we've gotten, we're, we're embedded in the technology now. It's wrapped around us and, and sure. carried around with us now. And I mean, yeah. that's what that's what we're doing right now. You well, know, is, uh, yeah. This isn't even an analog signal. I got a USB mic here. You know? like, Crazy. It's a good looking mic, though. I told you. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> So I wanted to go back quickly to find the others. Because okay, um, yeah, yeah, we'll you had... Here, so. Oh, I mean, we've got all the time in the world, but... I wanted to touch on... Uh, I talked about before we started recording your Canadian Collar Lance. And huh. I was listening to your farewell show, which was in 2008. Yeah. Which was literally probably to the day a month before I moved here huh. was your farewell show is that right yeah I was looking at it and it was like the end of June yeah, and I June moved here like the first first week of August interesting so for uh I guess that'd be a month before because you got July in there I forgot right. about July Close but enough. yeah no it was like your show ended right when I moved here and so um anyway I'm sorry the guy from Canada Lance he said uh that 12 people can out of uh, a group of 20,000 can change the uh, you know the social norms and the, the thought process mm-hmm. basically can change the the hive mind of 20,000 people with just 12 changing their mind so his point was that um, in your quest to find the others you know there's probably not a lot of others out there but don't be discouraged by that or lonely because you only need 12 to change 20,000 right right there's a there's a whole lot of leverage that you can that you can uh, uh, take advantage of when you when you get a small number of people aligned with the same ideas and and and, and utilizing the tools that they that, that they have now you know right um, the, the the problem is always what 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 do those 12 people want to do and right and, sure and this is where we always come into problems as humans is that as as good as the ideas are out there um, people disagree about sure. the uh, the details and and the, then they say the devil's in the details you know right and the greatest of intention at least if you look historically you know uh, we we just can't seem to get it I mean we try and we try and we try and we have great ideas and great writers and great thinkers and great artists and and great all these things um, and yet uh, we, we find ourselves in the same old mess basically um, if you look around the world today it is extremely 
nasty. Right. Um, and now we know it because uh, we're, we're faced with it every day uh, because of the connectivity of everybody. You get to see it. And there are still uh, extremely high percentage of, uh, of poverty-stricken people. There, there are still wars and inequity and, uh, and brutality and suffering going on all over the place even in the places that are doing okay i mean right i mean america i mean just walk down the streets of columbia missouri sure and and there are there are folks here that are not doing that well for and, sure and they could use a hand just like uh, people in ukraine or, or, or in greece or in uh, libya or syria or in africa whatever i mean uh, we are still in very deep trouble as a as, as a species and um I'm not sure that uh, I'm not sure what the answer is, you know. Right. But I'm not sure that we're supposed to have it either. I think that uh, we just have to do the best you can in a in a situation that is, um, you know, that, you know, it's it's difficult. For sure. You know? I think that like, I mean, we're such an adaptable species, one of the most that the the problem and the end and the the big scary thing will always be coming and will always be in the future, you know and We'll always be having to avoid some catastrophe or another. About yeah, I mean, I mean, man wants to control everything, and and the um, and by man I mean human beings. It's right. built into us. It's not, I, you know, it's not like we're bad humans. I don't like the idea. Everybody or a lot of people have an attitude these days of you know the bad humans, and 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 gosh, if we could, you know, if we would just stop doing what we're doing, it would it would. Uh, you know, it would be okay for, or it would make things better for the rest of the planet or whatever. But humans are not responsible for their own uh, genetic makeup. We did not design ourselves, and um, we are what we are, you know? Right. And some things are built into us, and, uh, and controlling the environment is one of those things. We like to control the environment, and, we, and clearly we do it like no other animal has ever even come close to um, and and uh, we're not going to stop we uh, until something stops us perhaps you know sure but but the truth is as as great as man's technology and enthusiasm for control is they can't find a plane at the bottom of the ocean right. they cannot stop a hurricane they certainly can't stop the sun from doing what it uh, may do and, and, sure. and at, at any moment you know some something can happen in the greater world that can put a put put the brakes on on a, whatever it is that men are doing or whatever their plans are um so you're right we're the the, the next catastrophe is always just down the road you, sure. just don't, you just don't know how far down right. the road and that's and, and that goes along with the with the personal life too you know as an individual when things are going well well, you better fucking enjoy it because sure. I can guarantee you at some point down the road here, something is not going to go so well for right. you and you're going to go through something that's going to be difficult. And uh, that's the way it works. And it, you don't have to like it, <laughs> but, right. you better, but you better recognize Absolutely. it. Absolutely. You've got to be cognizant of it, yeah. Yeah, and, uh, and so, um, you know, trying to tie it back to finding the others, uh, your best bet is to be around like-minded people that uh, you care about and that who care about you. Sure. Uh, if, um, if and when you go through those difficult times, when when things are cool, uh, 
There's no problem. Everybody right. loves you. For sure. You know, and you don't need the, you know, when things are cool, you don't need everybody. Excellent. Yeah. It, it, it's when things get ugly and, and when when the brown stuff hits the blades that <laughs> when that's when you find out who your real friends are. For sure. Uh, that's when the ones who aren't scatter like cockroaches. <laughs> right. And uh, and that's the time when you need uh, when you need those quote unquote others. And uh, it's funny the word other because it, it, it other usually means different. Right. Um, in this case, it is different. It is in the sense of a different uh, a different person. We're all different people. But but by finding the others is the others like you. Exactly. <laughs> and uh, and and that, that's what that's what you're going for, you know. Um, I was uh, like I said, I was listening to the your farewell broadcast, mm-hmm. some of it, and it seems sort of bittersweet. How long did the show go on? It was just under five years, I think, four okay. and a half years or so, and uh, they did two hundred and some odd shows, and most of those with you know with interviews with with people, and uh, it was, it, 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 and it still is because I I really enjoyed doing it. Sure. But it, but it was also it was also it was done. just time. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, um, I heard you say I pulled a couple of quotes from from what you were saying on that sort of talking like wrapping up the larger concept of your show mm. and you said that you use the show to spread information you wanted to be spread and you thought it was important to be spread and that uh, you made this point I don't want to become redundant I'm just another huckster radio host who will talk to anybody who has a book for sale I'm interested in authenticity and legitimacy and uh, you said that you were quite proud of the hosts that you had on and the people and you know selecting uh the people that you did select to be on the show. Um, and I kind of wonder about that because like uh, this show, Bowl After Bowl, it's, this is the third episode, so it's in its infancy, you know. And mm-hmm, people mm-hmm. kind of ask because of the name, like, what is it about bowling and smoking weed? And, you know, the, the answer is yes, but it's not limited to that, you know, and it can really be anything. So do you have any kind of advice for, like, limitations or where I should aim or, you know? Well, um First of all, thank you for having me on your show. Yeah, it's, of course. It's, it's, it's an honor. It's always nice. It's know, an honor from this side as well, man. Uh, to be asked. So thanks. Um, uh, I don't know if I talked about it in that last show or not, but the, my strategy when I started off was that they weren't going to let me do it for long anyway. Sure. <laughs> because it, it was sort of before the podcast thing got going, and I really needed a uh, the radio station to do what I was doing. Right. And. Um, and even now, uh, I'm glad that uh, that, I, that I did it through KOPN because I liked having those those call letters after, after right. the name of my show. It's it, very it, it, it legitimized. It of something when I was trying to get somebody on the air or really right. anything else. Um, Definitely. But uh, I didn't think, I honestly thought that, that, that the show was going to be too uh, controversial to to stay on for long sure so I so I made a list of like the top 10 people that I wanted to have on and my goal was to get them on as soon as possible right and they were essentially my heroes they were these were people that you know that, that I just um, had been a big fan of since you know people that were uh, really influ- influential in the way that I built my you know how I furnished my head and, and how sure. I built my worldview you know and um, so uh, I um that would be my first bit of advice is uh, uh, don't uh, don't wait to try to get the people that you really like because you might be dead next week and uh, 
uh, not to be, uh, you know, not to be negative, but right. you never know what's going to happen. For sure. and, and don't sell yourself short. I mean, you should know what you're doing. Make sure you got your show together, and make right. sure that you got you're technically, you know, got it together. So, so you, so you present a reasonably professional product. Sure. Right? And th- th- that's the goal of any broadcaster is to is to to make something sound good, man. Definitely. You want people to like it, and and and. You know there, there there are ways to do it, and you get better at it as you're doing it. But um, once you get it together, and you already got it together, you're really good. I mean, you, you do such a great job uh, when you're on stage in public, emceeing shows or whatever, and you, you've got a you've got a knack for it. So um, thanks, man. I appreciate that. So find uh, find the guys and girls that you think are doing great work right now. Sure. Put them on your list. Okay. And then um, and then come up with a real uh, <laughs> uh, a real respectful way to invite them. Definitely treat them with respect and say, "Hey, man, I really appreciate what you're doing. I think you're doing great work, and I would, I'd be honored if you'd come and spend a little time with me because um, that, that goes a long way. And uh, and and most people will, will be thrilled um, that somebody actually is paying attention to what they're doing, especially sure. in the line of work that you're interested in. Right. There are a lot of people out there that go unnoticed and 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 are not being. Uh, interviewed and they Definitely. really should be because uh, you know they're doing important work so and there's also just a, a lack of spaces to go to to get this sort of information on a regular basis or at least information that hasn't been watered down or editorialized or this or that for certain advertisers you know isn't it crazy uh, it's, it's so ironic in the sense that there's there's more information and the ability to share information now than there ever has been yet it's muddier than ever sure and it's just a uh, I don't know. It's it's weird. So do you, do you listen to podcasts at all? Or I saw on uh, iTunes that because you had talked about how Radio Orbit someone had put something on iTunes and there's an audio book actually available uh-huh. right now in the iTunes store. Yeah, well now it's, it's like a best of I think. Like yeah, a compilation. Well, now it's funny because uh, all of my shows are everywhere. I mean, you they're on all the torrent sites and and you can get them. You can get every one of my shows on iTunes now. I'm not sure how you get them. You got to go to the you got to go to the radio section, not the podcast. Okay. Section, I think. Um, see, I was looking for them, but I didn't see. But uh, they're also on MikeHagan.com. Yeah, they're on, on on my own website at MikeHagan.com. And we'll link to that in the uh, show notes. Yeah, and there there's no password or sign up or money or anything. You just go there and and click on them and download them or whatever. Um, but uh, one of the things that has really been um, sort of I don't know, I guess made me feel good. I guess is that you know. I've kept my website up for all these years, and and uh, I'm about ready to do some new stuff with the website. Actually, I've, cool, I, cool. I, I added a Dogecoin uh, a page, and I'm starting to. Uh, oh, nice! I'm gonna I'm gonna start to do some digital currency uh, stuff. Uh, right on. On 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 sort of like a special interest section of my website. Very um, cool. And so that's just a and that's a teaser for we'll have to talk a little bit about digital currency yeah, later, maybe. Definitely. Um, but anyway, uh, you know. You can go to your server uh, or your um, your 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 web host, mm-hmm. and you can go in there and look at all your statistics and stuff, and you can see right, you know, IP addresses and who's been going to your site, and and you can also see all the downloads. You know, um, you can see how many of your shows were downloaded in the last thirty days, and you can see which shows were downloaded and all that. And consistently, since I have gone off the air, my the downloads of my shows have have, and just have gone up. up. I mean, it's not like go crazy up, but 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 they consistently go up. They they go up every year, 
Wow. And, and uh, some shows more than others. There's some sure. that are, you know, uh, popular because they were guests that uh, hit a particular nerve or were relevant and right. still are. Um, and uh, but it's pretty cool, and uh, um, I, I like the fact that that it's out there, and 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 people are still at least getting something out of it, you know. So for sure. Well, and you got to think too of like the rise of popularity of just people like Terrence McKenna say and then people Google Terrence McKenna and mm-hmm. your thing can pop up. Right, right, um, right, right. I can imagine that that in and of itself would just gain you more um, gain you more followership. Well, I thought when the whole 2012 thing came and went mm-hmm. that that would be it. Sure. Because because um, he was kind of all in on that. Well, but he was, but he also I mean, he, don't don't throw out the baby with the bathwater. Oh, absolutely. Sort of, sort of right. idea that he was he he was extremely, uh, you know, struck by that, by that idea, and you know sometimes things get stuck in, in your craw, and uh, it doesn't delegitimize other things. And, right. Uh, and I, I know you realize that, but I, I think some people have uh, said, oh, you know, he was a charlatan and this and that, and you know, Terrence was an authentic guy, and he and he had some remarkable personal experiences that he was trying to resolve over the course of his life. He was just trying to figure out what was going on. And uh, and his theories were the best he could do. That's right. that's what he came up with. And hey, you know, no one's been right so far anyway. For sure, it's not like anybody else has been right about what's been going on uh, or what the future uh, holds. Or you know, so um, he was awesome, and uh, and I, I I miss him a lot. He's one of the reasons why I started doing that show, and uh, and a lot of other guys that were you know uh, and girls that 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 just. Uh, struck me so so strongly that I I, I felt uh, compelled to continue the message sort of for it, sure you know um, it's funny because recently Dennis has been kind of making the mm. uh, podcast rounds and he was on the Joe Rogan show which mm-hmm. is one of the more mm-hmm. popular and most yeah. downloaded podcasts right now mm-hmm. and uh, he kind of was saying the same thing and both him and Joe kind of agreed about how uh, you know Terrence was into the 2012 thing, maybe, and maybe that didn't quite play out like they thought it would. But at the same time, maybe it, maybe that was a huge paradigm shift, and we won't know for maybe another few decades until looking back, we can see how, you know, the cryptocurrency thing, like we're talking about, that that's gaining like wildfire right now. Like we don't know when and if there could be a collapse of. One of our currencies, one of oh, the many governments running them out, one of the many spy agencies that pretty much is its own government running amok. Yeah, you know, I mean, it really is on a knife's edge right now. Maybe it always has been, but sure. But now more and more people are aware of of, of sort of the underlying, the the, the ugly underbelly right. of, of the of the of the thing that we call civilization. Right. You know. The, the surface of it is 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 looks okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's you know underneath the, the 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 thin veneer of makeup, man, it's an ugly place like we were talking about before, and it's not to be you know to be uh, uh, what's the word um, I, cyn- uh, cynical about it. Right. It's that, it, but it's a realistic thing. You right. have to realize that you the, can't just live it and sugarcoat it and no, pretend like it's all hunky dory. No, because it will come and pound you. Mm-hmm. And uh, so you gotta you gotta be aware of, of of the of the truth of the matter. And I have a friend who says, you know, the world is a sausage factory. Sure. <laughs> and and everybody likes sausage. You know, likes a good sausage. But 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 you don't like to see how they're made. 
Right. Absolutely. That's <laughs> absolutely true. And uh, and that's sort of you know that's sort of the human condition. There's a lot going on that we don't want to see early uh, because it would make people extremely uncomfortable if they really knew what was going on. And it and it and it also uh, means that things aren't as as solid and rosy as as they might appear either. Things could come unglued uh, at any time. You know, like you say, who knows when when someone's just going to throw the board. Right. And I'm, you know. Absolutely. And, and they just say, forget it, and, and, and do something that can't be easily. You know, there have been some some bumps in the road uh, geopolitically over the last 15 years, 9-11 beginning, you know, with 9-11, I guess, and a lot of things after that. Right. But nothing so big that it's shaken up the whole apple cart right. to the point where things actually break. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's a lot of hooing and hawing and, and whining, right. but, the, but the machine is still cranking along, For sure. you know, and Starbucks is still open, right. and as long as that's going on, you can bet your ass things are going to stay the way they sure. are. Our iPhones still work. Yeah, we're, we're too, we're too, uh, uh, complacent, stuck now in this, in, Just, yeah, I mean, it's not even, it's, I don't know what the word is, but, yeah. but there's no getting out of it. It's going to have to, uh, Something is going to have to break in order to get people to move, right, basically. Right. And that's sure. the way monkeys are, you know. Definitely. Uh, we, I mean, we there's tend no... to just put things off until until they get until they get ugly, and and then and then we jump into action, right. and then and then usually something big happens then, and and that's probably at least somewhere in the future something like that is 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 not probably it's definitely going to happen. It's happened in the past, and there's no reason to think that it. But evolution has stopped, you know. I'm gonna so, go uh, try and get these damn dogs out of here. Yeah, crazy dogs are running. They want to play with us, and they're saying, "You guys are being way too serious." You're like, "Yeah, boring. I get bored us. Throw the bone for me." Jesus, Louisus. So, uh, I want to close about that opening episode, and then we can get into talking about some cryptos. Yeah, cool. Um, you kind of had this. Uh, sort of overall tone of how like you know people are requesting when they talk about this and that and like um a lot of those things have already been <laughs> like talked about and it's posted and you can look it up you know and i yeah. and you can find that and you also talked about this uh cyberspace orbit from um, uh kent. Yeah. from kent yeah your other friend and um and you still maintain that web space that's sort of frozen in time now yeah and he uh he was he was my best friend and uh he was an incredible guy, and he ran a website that, as you mentioned, is still uh, essentially frozen in time from right around the time when he died. He died in uh, uh, June of, or I'm sorry, in April of 2008. Mm-hmm. And in fact, uh, when I quit the radio show, uh, part of that was because of Kent. That, that uh, his death, even though I didn't admit it at the time, I, I wasn't, you know, saying anything about it. I can talk more, more. Uh, reasonably about it now without sure. breaking down or whatever but right. man his death really weighed heavily on me and i and i i had a, i had an extremely difficult time uh with with his with his death sure and i just didn't want to do anything anymore i was like fuck it man, you can I'm, I'm done you know with it and, you can hear a bit of that too and i think that uh it's just kind of uh it's bittersweet but it's like a beautiful thing to listen to that and just kind of see how well you understood like the way time flows and the way people work and like how like you're ready to set it down and like the next person needs to come along someday. You yeah. Know? And, and that's the way it is. It's like, I, I think I mentioned, I, I look at it like an art piece sort of like my sure. whole radio show. Yeah. Like you this, said you signed the painting. That's it. Yeah. It's done now. And now it doesn't mean you can't do something else. Right. You know, 
and uh, and I've got a lot of things that that I do. I don't do them quite as publicly as I used to do. You know, For sure. I'm still uh, I'm still out here doing my thing and trying to. Uh, you know, trying to do something. Uh, I'm not even sure what, but I just try try to be a decent guy in the world. You know, and and and, uh, and share when people wanna uh, wanna share. You know. Well, I had a I had a quote to counter the uh, um, that thought of you know you're asking for this content and I produced it and it's uh, Andre Gide, the French writer, who uh-huh. said everything that needs to be said has already been said, but since no one was listening, everything must be said again. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so true. And so um, I kind of I felt that way coming up in activism, where people ask me this question, and then they'll ask that same question oh, in a man. month. And oh my gosh! Uh, sometimes it's just like people aren't willing to go and look it up. People want to just find one person who can always tell them when they lose their hairbrush where mm-hmm. they can find it. You know, mm-hmm. and it's just kind of a funny thing that it's uh, so true. And, and I and I think now more than ever, like we were saying that. The, I'm not sure what people remember anymore. That because of all this information that, that's being processed, I think I think people's memories are getting shorter and shorter. Um, you ever uh, listen to No Agenda? I don't. You should. That's definitely a podcast. You That'd should be a funny out. name. If guy's name was Noah. His last name Agenda. <laughs> Noah Agenda. I'm sure that that could be an anonymous donor name for their show. Yeah. yeah. Um, but they talk about how uh, they cite some study that found that the number is two weeks for the American public to forget a, you know, forget a news story that was yeah. uh, like a mainstream news story that came right, through. Right. It's about two weeks. And they also one of their themes that they uh, operate on a lot is uh, what's called the six-week cycle. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you know about that, but that's like a – it's the FBI thing where they have to uh, – they want to um, legitimize or? their budget and, mm-hmm. like, they want to keep their budget. And so they, uh, they'll they arrest a terrorist. And, you know, even Rolling Stone, I mean, it's kind of well-known that they, yeah, they, create they the grow terrorists, terrorists and, and they, give they, them the fake bombs right, and then they don't right. blow up and then you get arrested. You know, it's right, always some right, college right. kid who is always like – I hate my dumb, I hate my mom, dad, I hate my country, yeah. everything's so fucked. And we're like, oh yeah, well, uh-huh. you want to buy bombs? And they're like, no, but everything's fucked. And we're like, well, you should buy bombs. Yeah, yeah, they totally. You know, and they kind of goad you into right. becoming a terrorist and then arrest you and then say, we saved right. you guys, we got a terrorist, you know? Right. And this kind of happens uh, on a six week cycle because uh-huh. it's about how long it takes to run the thing every time. And huh. there's a number of memes that pop up that. Uh, um, there's always a kid with three names, and, right, you know, people right, right. didn't really know him that well, and uh, there's a number of other things. Um, if you care to dig into it more, I won't really go into it because it's kind of their thing too. But yeah, but I get it though. I believe it too because I mean, uh, you know, whether these things are staged or whether right. they're not, some of them probably are, but, whether, and if they're not, they take advantage of them as if mm-hmm. they were. But uh, to tie it into what it, we were talking about, like the six-week cycle totally works because nobody fucking remembers from a month and a half ago that the same thing happened in Frisco and now it's in Detroit but like whoa we're still saying change the name and change the scenario a little bit but all the the same players are still involved and it's Mm -hmm. the same news story with a different face in it you know oh no it's it can't be more manufactured I mean mean, we we, it's incredible the Matrix-likeness or or Truman Show even oh yeah where you can call the next car that's going to come by in the rearview mirror because you, it's on a loop, you know? Yeah, yeah. Oh, man, it's weird. It is very weird. I, it's weird, and I, I don't even know what it means or, or you know, or, or where it could be leading. Because, Absolutely, yeah. Because the one thing 
that you know is that it can't stay the same. It's right. Absolutely not. We'll run out of something. Something is going to change mm -hmm. at some point, and it will be, I mean, the thing can't stay the same forever. No. Something's going to give, and when it does, what's going to be next? I don't know. It's That's where the psychedelic experience, I think, gives a little bit of, uh, uh, of an advantage because in the right context, I mean, not every psychedelic trip, but... Right. but if you're lucky enough, and if and if you have at least a, a little bit of decent intention, an intention there, mm -hmm. you might get a peak. Right. And and I I I've likened it before to like a periscope, sure, or something. Okay. And and you kind of get to look above the water that you're in. Right. For a brief period of time, and and uh, there are a lot of people who have had um, you know core experiences very deep psychedelic experiences many many people who come back and say holy cow uh, uh it was incredible there's uh, i i've never i i can't believe that a human is capable of those feelings for sure and it's a and it's a, a very positive thing and my impression is is what that is that mm -hmm. feeling is not i think people confuse it often and say there's another place. I was in this other right, place, and, right. and 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 I want to go, and, and it exists right now. There's this other place, and and if you can get there, you'll feel like this. Well, I don't think it's really like that. I think they were here the whole time, but yeah. but what they got was a taste of something that is a future sure. state, and a higher perspective on what's going on right there. Yeah, and I th I think that that is the most hopeful. Uh, thing that I've ever come across in my life. Uh, I, I I don't see any reason in the in the real world. Uh, I don't I don't see our problems being solved politically. I don't see I don't see them being solved by. Uh, uh, frankly, I don't see it being solved by by, by uh, social activism. Right. I, I don't I totally see it being agree. solved by uh, by anything really. Um, you know, big business certainly is not going to do it. Religion no. is not going to do it. Education is not going to do it. Um, so the only hopeful thing that I've ever experienced is what I felt in those deep psychedelic states, not because I think there's a place like that that's waiting for me, right. but because I think that that is the future state of humankind, that we're all going to be like that, and that is the solution. Um, you know, Dennis has talked plenty about uh, the role of dimethyltryptamine in our own right. uh uh, body biochemistry. Sure. Um, it is a the most hands down the most powerful psychedelic substance that humankind have, uh, has ever discovered, and it exists in normal operating neurochemistry. In, if you're a human being, the stuff is zipping around in your brain, and that's unbelievable, right? Yeah, yeah. No, it absolutely. I mean, Sorry, your no, your phone was blinking was, and it confused me. I was I, like, oh my god, there's a blink of light. <laughs> I've, I've got a, uh, I've got the the notification thing there so that the LED light starts flashing. It always freaks people out. For sure, yeah. Um, but yeah, Sorry. so not at all. So so DMT is in everybody's brain. Talk about talk about the whole species being set up for a for a takeover or right, something. Absolutely. I mean, just one little shift. Mm -hmm. In in the endogenous levels of DMT and and everybody could get high. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I, can, uh, I mean, yeah. And then it's the end of all of this silliness. Mm -hmm. uh, CNN and 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 right. CIA and anything that begins with a C, it's just over. 
You know, I mean, there will be better things to do, and um, and everyone will just begin doing them, and and that will be the the new way. For sure. Um, hopefully, it happens while I'm still around. Uh, I yeah. think it's going to happen, and I think that's what Terrence actually anticipated. He put he, he tied it in with the Mayans and all that, right? And, right. and, and tried to come up with something that was saleable, frankly. Right. Well, <laughs> um, and, you know, but it's going to happen whether whether you can put a date on it or not. I think sure. it is going to happen. Those are those things that kind of are always prove false in predictions that yeah. are true in retrospect, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's always easier to say, I told you so, than to say, like, I hope my date passed, you know, setting that fine dot on it, you know? Right, right. I wanted to ask you one more thing about the about your show, Radio Orbit, is this butterfly effect that huh. keeps popping up and throughout, and it's on the banner here. Uh-huh. Um, what's a, uh, I mean, I know the, you know, the, the general concept the of the butterfly effect. Right. And, Okay, so for those who don't, it basically just means that uh, uh, very small perturbations of very large systems can can have a much greater impact than than might be uh, obvious or, or anticipatable. It's uh, the idea that something very small can have a big impact on something very large, and it for me, um, I think personally, why I like it so much is because. I'm extremely individualistic. I'm not much for group think. Right. And I think that you now don't get me wrong, there are some organizations that are, that do good work and I'm not I'm not dissing any particular organizations. Although sure. there are some that I would. Sure. Um, of course. but not you've already mentioned CNN. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um but but for but for me as an individual, my my uh, angle is that anytime you join an organization, you sort of uh, give up your own stuff. You're going to have to negotiate. You're going to have to uh, uh, give some ground somewhere. You're not going to just be able to do it your way, right? Because there are other people involved, and you're going to have to deal with the way that they want to do it too. And you guys are going to have to get along because that's what people do when they're sure. in, a, in an organization. Okay. So I like the idea that one person, or a very small organization, a couple people, right? Um, one of my uh, Native American uh, grandfathers used to say, one is enough, maybe two, three is too many. Mm -hmm. And uh, because conflicting interests are just so damaging to, right. to most good ideas. And it, the only place it will shove you is to that lowest common denominator where right. you all agree. And that's right. the only, right. the limitations after three is the bottom third of what you got going on. That's what it seems like to me. And so... Um, so I like I like the idea that one person can 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 do it. I've always loved movies, you know, like Neo in the Matrix, or I, I guess sure. I guess it's just the the general idea of the, of the hero. Um, but the hero is an individual, and uh, and and usually uh, to the detriment of the group. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> and so um, I like that. That's why I identify with the butterfly effect. Okay. Because it. it it's actually a scientific legitimacy of of that idea that that an individual can uh, can make a big difference. Sure. And, and you really don't need because uh, I, I think there's a general idea that well, if we're going to do anything effective, we're going to have to have a whole bunch of people to get it done. Right. You know, we need million people in our group, and mm -hmm. the more we have, the better we're off. You know. Sign my petition. But next thing you know, you're a country and you've got standing armies. You know. Uh, right. Right. Sure. Um, so I go the opposite way, and I, I say butterfly effect. One little guy can do a big thing. That's awesome. Yeah, that's really inspiring, man. Um, I mean, I feel like uh, 
with everything I've done so far, it's either like an activism, always it's been under the guise of a group, you know, and I've been president or treasurer or various whatever of what have yous, and it's well, just if you're gonna of, be if you're gonna be a part of an organization, be the president or the vice president, right. then you pretty much can run. <laughs> right, uh, I mean, this is true, but uh, but it's not without its headaches. So absolutely, I mean, it and at the end of the day, <laughs> I'm just kind of more content to run this. Uh, talking blog instead of a typing blog. I've done a couple other blogs. That well, my opinion is that over time, if you stick with this, it will have a greater impact. You can touch. All you got to do is get popular. Yeah. I mean, and that's not that hard. And, and by popular, I don't mean, you know, millions of listeners. You just need to get some listeners that share your stuff and you'll sure. have more effect than you're, than you're having because uh, like, it, it's amazing, you know, and, and it's there. It's there. It's not going to go anywhere. They can go back and refer to it. You know, it's not like meeting you at a, at, a, at a conference and then they forget about you six weeks later. Right. right? Absolutely. Well, Absolutely. well, your podcast is there and it's every week and, yeah. and, 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 and you'll remind them that it's there and they can go to the archives and, and it's, that, that's really valuable, I think. Honestly, the only reason I'm doing it now is from listening to them myself. I didn't even really just, like I knew podcasts existed, but I didn't experience them until last <laughs> probably October because mm-hmm. I had just worked at, I got a job at Hot Box Cookies mixing dough in the back and for the first nice. month it's all new you know and right. it's like learn how to make this cookie you know, learn how to make this cookie right. and this is how you cream the butter and all that and I've done it on a small scale but right. we make probably 50-60 pounds a batch of cookies you know it's not a light <laughs> deal it's a huge that's a big cookie it's a big ass yeah it's like 600 cookies at a time you know <laughs> so um, you know, that's exciting at the beginning. But then once once you've done every dough three times, it's mm-hmm. like, oh, my God, like, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a machine who has to think, you know. I'm a human, human machine. I'm a uh, assembly line worker, basically. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, not that it's anything wrong. It's just, like, my brain needs something else to do at the time. And so um, podcasts really saved me from, like, not liking my job anymore already you know yeah, on a job yeah. that i really am appreciative for and like i do like it's yeah, just like yeah. while i was there it was so hard and then mm-hmm. boom i got joe rogan talking to my ear for three hours i got uh you know adam curry and john c dvorak on the no agenda talking to me about stuff and That's like awesome. breaking down the news that i've heard and like explaining it in a better way or you know joe rogan bringing me f- fucking dennis mckenna and like we have i get to eavesdrop on a three-hour hangout with those dudes you know and i just feel that's the way it works and that's why i said you know you know i remember like uh stories what kent used to tell me like you know back in the 60s and the the early 70s when when the doors were in california and zeppelin was running around and and hendrix was there and yeah every janice and you know all the great uh classic uh, rock bands were were doing their thing and and uh, and Kent was in um, was in Southern California, and Terrence was there, and these guys were saying that, that all these people were just like, oh my God, you know, I I I want I'd love to get involved in that scene. I just wish I could get involved yeah. in that scene. And these guys said, well, really, all you had to do was just go there and yeah, just say hi. Absolutely, uh, because the, anybody could get into the scene. They're uh, just people, you and, know. Uh, and but but because of the uh, you know people's really their their, their own. Um, uh, Self doubt, right? Absolutely, uh, which is very powerful, you know. Absolutely, Uh, I mean, your 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 mind can really play some nasty tricks on you to make you think that you're not worthy for this or that or whatever. 
Um, You're not a famous professional, blah, yeah, blah, blah. Why would, why, why would they want to hang out with me? Yeah. What do I have to offer in that yep. circle or whatever? But that's, uh, you know, that's not not a very healthy way to look at it. These people are, I, I can't believe uh, in hindsight how many of the people that I interviewed who I was in awe of uh, when I was on the telephone with them and just beside myself that they had even accepted my interview and I was nervous, you know, my voice wavering because uh, I didn't want to mess up. Right. And and then three years later, you know, they come to my house for a barbecue. Very nice. <laughs> you know? Yeah, absolutely. Because it's that's what it is. It's it's human beings relating to one another and, and, and connecting. It's not about who's greater than who and absolutely. who's more popular or who's got more money. Authentic people don't give a crap about that yep. stuff. And if they do, run for the door. Right. Because you can find other people to hang around with. For sure. You know? And it's a, it's a whole part of the others thing, man. It you is. just realize that, oh, wait, we're yeah. doing this thing. We're talking the same. Huh. You actually understand what I'm getting at? Right. Like, so And otherwise, so cool. you're just like, hey, I got to take a piss. And then you're, you don't come back, you know? Yeah, that's the, first, that's the truth. Well, that's so cool. I mean, I'm glad you, you get it. You're already embracing it, so you should you got to just run with it. I love you never it. know. That's I the. Mean, I mean, then know, that's uh, you know, with the with the normal show I hosted, or even my plan with this is, it's got to be a list of names and like who's who, and like that's pretty much the focus. You know, all the others, it's like we're just sitting down on a couch, we're talking. I know how to turn the mic on and hit record. You right. Know? Like, right. It's not like a, a huge effort. But it's like these are the people that I need to talk to uh-huh. and that need to be talking. Yeah. You know. Yeah, for sure. So I that's why I knew I had to get you on here yeah, early, I, man. I, and, uh, I love it. I'm thrilled because that's that, that, that that's that's what I that's what I used to do. And that's what I used to do. Um, now now uh, I I have to say I haven't heard one of your programs yet, but I'm gonna go check them out after this well, evening. So what are you doing? So, are you are you putting any music in it? I'm or, uh, I you, have uh, an intro music and then some outro. Uh, on the second episode we kind of. Uh, you know, we ran into a bit of self-doubt and the podcast kind of started <laughs> crawling on its belly. And so I kind of, you know, people were like, sign off, sign off. And so I kind of like, was like, all right, now, and signed off really fast. And so it just kind of cuts, you know, and I yeah. figured I'd just leave it like that instead of putting outro music on it. Just because, I mean, it's episode two and yeah, I don't, I don't want to, pre- I don't want to pretend like I know what I'm doing, you know, at this point, but it's very early on, but I, I, what I've been trying to tell people who are my guests is like I'm trying to find that that beautiful middle ground between not giving a shit, which I never have really not given a shit, even right. though I might appear to at times. <laughs> I, I've never not cared, or you know, taking yourself too seriously, which right, I think right, is one of right. the most gross and douchey things a yeah, person yeah, yeah. can do. That's is just one of the like, things that I, I meant to say earlier when you said, when you were asking you know, other than going for your good guess and really knock out yourself yeah don't take it too seriously yeah for sure because i don't want to have to back up anything i don't have you know i don't want like i just want to be real come at you with uh you know the truth or what the truth looks like from these eyes yeah yeah and uh that's a great one if my dogs are gonna fight in the background the dogs are gonna fight in the background Well, I think you're doing a great job. I've, I've had a great time talking. So let's talk a little bit about crypto because I want to nerd out with it. Yeah, we talked a little yeah. bit about it on the last episode. It was basically me like trying to explain uh, in layman's terms the basics of it. And I'm by no means an expert on it for uh-huh, shit. Uh-huh. But I have some. And I right. I tried to get into it back in 2009 like when it was just a baby because I had a roommate who was like mm. hey Bitcoin and he was like a really super smart schizophrenic oh, man. Man. Yeah. and um, 
he was just like, this is a good idea. Well, he's probably and a rich schizophrenic kid now. He is, uh, I'm not sure how much he bought into Bitcoin or whatever, but he was always doing get-rich-quick schemes. So I was kind of right. like, eh. And I tried to get into Bitcoin, but honestly, couldn't really understand it as a yeah. freshman in college enough right. to be like, yeah, this is the thing I'm going to do. Right. And still, even when I'm back into it right now, like... The faucet thing is such a low payout. It's such a pain in the ass of like entering all these captchas that, mm-hmm. like, you can spend five different nights, an hour a night, building up so you finally get a payout, and you realize that you just spent like a whole lot of time. You spent five man hours to earn like seven cents or something. Yeah, you know. You know and uh, I guess you're trying to you're you're hoping it forward. <laughs> right, right. You're hoping that seven cents someday is worth you know what you know seven hundred thousand or whatever. Whatever it know. could be. Um, now with Bitcoin, that was crazy. But in the early days of Bitcoin, it was very, right. not much different than 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 Dogecoin is today. You know, a tenth of a penny or something like that. Something crazy. Not not worth anything. Uh, but but then, you know, eventually up to thousand dollars and now down what five hundred or so and yep. bouncing around. But well it's at four twenty right 420. now. Four twenty, hey, speaking of the devil. Yep. What's the name of the show? This is uh Bull After Bull. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. Oh, I remember that. <laughs> um, oh very nice. Click, click, yeah, click. looking on the uh pulling up the history of it here, like before the new year in 2013, it was really uh, That's what it a really... negligible amount of worth. And now, you know, right before the beginning of the year is when it hit its peak at twelve hundred. Twelve hundred dollars. Like, That's crazy. Or no, it wasn't. It wasn't a full twelve. It passed a thousand though. Yeah, it has a thousand dollars per coin, which is, uh, I mean, the insane amount of money that. Here's the the percent change for the two year outlook is yes. what? almost eight thousand percent. Eight thousand percent. Almost eight thousand percent, and that is at right now a historical low. Like people are freaking out right now. Right. And it's because of the speculation. Maybe China will ban. Maybe China won't ban, which is going on for fucking months, really. But it's been really heating up lately. Yeah. Is uh. Well, the, you know the uh, the Silk Road thing was a, was a big. Right. That, that took took Bitcoin down a little bit because they got associated with with the trafficking of drugs and a bunch of illegal activity, which right. which really was, I mean, it's not Bitcoin. Right. I mean, well, and the U.S. dollar it. is well known to have Come trace on. amounts of cocaine on all oh of them. Oh my God! There's more more. So the hypocrisy in that is just insane. Or are, are, are trafficked them. The hundred dollar bill is the most counterfeited uh, bill on the planet. You know. Yep. Trafficking money in U.S. dollars is, is worth way more than trafficking Bitcoin or, Absolutely. or, or, or heroin. Or, right. <laughs> well, right. <laughs> I mean, I mean, okay. Anyway, so we digress here. That's, that's the 420 thing taking over. Yeah. Anyway, um, but uh, I, I put an article up on the on the uh, Reddit uh, Dogecoin site the other day about why uh, why digital currencies aren't going anywhere. And right. It's a, it's a, it, I, I should send you the link, but. You know, there's a lot of good articles that are being written right now, but there, I think there are some pretty strong arguments that show that uh, Bitcoin and and probably some of these other alternative digital currencies that have popped up uh, are going to stick around. Uh, there 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 are a whole lot of advantages to to using them, um, and once you get familiar with with them and comfortable using them. Man, uh, forget about PayPal, forget about uh, uh, wire transfers and $35 cashier's checks and right. all that stuff. Right. I mean, that is gone. And uh, I, I've been messing around now just for a couple of months. I, I I was a lot like you in that 
I heard about Bitcoin a few years ago, and I looked into it a little bit, but I was confused. I didn't yep. even understand the language, and I just kind of said, well, whatever. And For I sure. forgot about it um, until late last year when the uh, Silk Road thing happened. Yeah, it, uh, see that? And then, yep. uh, and then I discovered this uh, this currency called Dogecoin, yep. which is... Uh, essentially, you know, a digital currency that's based on the on the Doge meme, that that cute little Shiba Inu dog, right, with a bunch of funny uh, language uh, wrapped around yeah. it. And wow, uh, such coin, such coin, you know, <laughs> <laughs> very promising. Anyway, yeah. So, um, uh, I kind of thought it was just silly and funny at first, and I and I went to, uh, I'm not, I. I I went to the Reddit site. I guess there's a Dogecoin mm-hmm. subreddit there, and there's and there's a very active community there, and uh, I mean seventy five thousand or so I think now are 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 subscribed, so we say <laughs> to that uh, to that particular subreddit, and and many of them are really really active and uh, enthusiastic about about Dogecoin and uh, digital currency in general. I think, and <clears throat> I was uh, I was just uh, enamored by the whole gang and. Even though I'm sort of a newbie there, uh, I'm trying to uh, participate a little bit and trying to learn myself. I mean, I've uh, I've been mining uh, I've been mining Dogecoin now for a couple months, and uh, I don't have a very powerful computer in my you know, but you know that's right. just cranking away there. Uh, and um, and I don't know, it's just uh, an interesting uh, idea. I do like uh, I do like the way it's uh, it's set up and and. It's a it's a brave new world. It's like For the sure. wild west of currency or something, and uh, there's very little regulation. The the governments don't know what to do with it. The banks don't know what to do with it. Yep. Um, people are using it peer to peer and uh, without anybody's consent. Right. They are starting to Absolutely. offer goods and services and accept Bitcoin or Dogecoin or Litecoin or whatever. Um, bands are accepting it for tips and donations. Absolutely. Uh, uh, it, there are, there's a, just a tremendous number of, of the ways that you can use it, and it's so easy to do. Yep. Um, so I agree with uh, that article that I was talking about. I don't see it going anywhere, and I'm going to stay involved. And right now, I really like Dogecoin. It's a lot of fun, and they're yeah. doing some super cool stuff. This NASCAR um, uh, yep. sponsorship of Josh Weiss, number 98 at Talladega. It's going to be great. I've never been a NASCAR fan. I know very little about it, but I will be watching that race at Talladega. And uh, if you don't know what I'm talking about, uh, uh, go to go to the Dogecoin Reddit page or go to Twitter. Yeah, and, it's uh, up and, there. And hash mark the NASCAR Josh Weiss uh, Dogecoin that kind of stuff. You will find some neat stuff. And uh, uh, that another was uh, another thing I want to talk about as far as the related to Doge is the Dogecade. It's uh, oh the, the arcade. It's like a Doge arcade. D O G E C A D E, and that has right. a sub uh, subreddit too. R slash Dogecade. And that's a good and, game. Uh, uh, yeah, site for for Dogecoin though, right? Yep, it's ah, uh, cool. You can play rock paper scissors. You can play Battleship on a smaller scale of Battleship. You can play what's called uh, Leap Doge, which is like a version ah, of checkers. Leap Doge. It's called Leap Doge, and it's a little checkers game that, that you play, uh, which is really cool. And then um, there's one other game on there. And I'll. Oh, it's called Rocket Race, and you race to the moon, of course. Of course. And uh, basically, that game is 
everyone picks a number one through four, uh-huh. and then you pick odd or even what the total will be of everyone's number. And if you're correct, you move one space, and once you hit the moon, you win. So the nice. first one who hit the moon wins. Yeah, you but said yeah. the Doge Kid. I've got that at work. I probably shouldn't have it at work, but it the, takes, takes up some time, but that's super cool. We'll have a reference in the show notes. You yeah, can put, be, put link to you can be my referral, and I can earn some Doge for you guys signing up. <laughs> for for sure. Hey, uh, I want to add one more thing, um, yeah. and I, I think the, the, the neatest thing about uh, the Dogecoin community is that they're actually decent people. It seems like uh, they've done some really cool stuff. I mean, the NASCAR thing may not seem very uh, socially responsible, but it's it's extremely valuable uh, for what it's going to do for visibility of uh, of Dogecoin and the Dogecoin community. But uh, they've uh, they've done some remarkable things over the last few months. They sponsored the uh, uh, the Jamaican bobsled team, of course, for the Sochi Olympics. They they have uh, raised enough money to, to drill a few water wells uh, in Kenya. Um, there are a number of projects that are ongoing. There are a couple of, uh, of individuals who I don't even know their real names, but uh, one guy goes by the name of Moolah, and the other guy uh, is uh, the, 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 his Twitter ha- uh, name is Save Them Hood. But I mean, these guys have been throwing around a lot of money um, to, to, to help other people, uh, to promote uh, Dogecoin, uh, digital currency in general, and to just, uh, uh, I don't know, do something different, uh, you know, and, and cool, because there's so little of that out there right now. So I think it's really neat uh, what they're doing, and I'm uh, I'm, I'm really on with it, and, and I'm going to keep, uh, keep keep hanging around there as long as, as long as that stuff's going on. For sure. Yeah, this story is from Forbes, and it talks about uh, that Kenyan water charity donation yeah, you were talking man. about. Hopefully, there was some money uh, someday. Uh, might, you know, if we get some uh, get some more popularity and some more visibility, it, it, it could go up in value too. But that's really not the not the full goal. The goal is absolutely uh, is, is, is to build the thing. Just to send people. just to send resources where we want to send them without a middleman taking it all, just showing you what you to do, do and how to do it. Oh man. Um. Yeah, it's just kind of a freedom issue, really. You know. Tell you what, I mean, the whole, uh, I mean, the, the Bitcoin protocol was based, you know, I, th- I mean, don't quote me on this, of course, I'm saying it. But, right. The Mike Will instead. Yeah, it was, was, was really a, uh, a lot about, uh, you know, anti-Fed type people, you know, gold bugs and Ron Paul uh, type libertarians that, uh, that want real money. And, you know, Bitcoin is really set up like gold, uh, you know, and you mine it. Right. That's why that's why the term mining is used for these coins is because it's a digital mining, but essentially it's like mining gold. You, for sure. You, you're digging it out of the ground, and the early right. guys get the easy stuff. Yeah. Like close to the surface, and the the, the 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 longer you wait to get into the mine, the deeper you got to dig, and the more resources it costs you, etc. So it's almost like uh, you know, there's a lot of memes showing up nationally about how the wealthiest one percent, blah blah blah, and the richest, blah blah mm-hmm. blah, and we need to. But this is more of a natural version of a reset button on the redistribution of wealth because it's a wealth that has never existed. Yeah. And it sort of happened throughout history. You had the gold rushes and you had times in like the uh, when the government would give out lands to homesteaders right. where right. it was like, hey, reset. Like, here's a bunch of resources. Now you people who manage them responsibly through time will have them still. Right. Some people won't be so great at that. It's but true. it's sort of a instead of any kind of government mandated, okay, we'll take everyone's money and redistribute it. This is like, hey, if you're there and you noticed, you were in on it, you know. 
That's a, that's, that's a great analogy because I can guarantee you that out of the, the, the so-called 1% that, that own everything, they don't own any Dogecoin. Right. Sure. <laughs> they, they, aren't, they aren't mining Dogecoin. Right. And they, are, they, are, they got U.S. dollars and euros and gold bars. Right. That they've got. Absolutely. So, um, so this, uh, this is a way perhaps for, for folks without gold bars right. um, to, uh, to get in on the, on the lower levels of these digital currencies. And, and uh, I, I do imagine that, that some of them are going to survive. Uh, and, if, and if you're on board with one of them that does, uh, it'll be more than fun. It'll be well worth uh, your hash rate uh, energy power that you spent uh, keeping that computer running. So anyway, uh, digital currency, cool stuff, and, Hell yeah. and, and we'll have to keep our eye on it. Okay. For sure. All right. Are you you're on? Are you a member of that Reddit page? Uh, yeah, I subscribe to the yeah, Dogecoin. Yeah, so, so I'll, I'll, I'll uh, tell me what your name is, and then, then I'll have someone yeah. I can hang out with. So. For sure, I'll uh, I'll post it on the Reddit, and then we can both upvote yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how we do. We'll right. take the damn votes to the moon. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Well, listen, dude. I I got my little boy calling me here. For we got, sure. We got drum lessons here. Right on. And uh, I got to get him to uh, fellow the studio. Drummer. Yeah, he's a fellow drummer. So. Cool. Right on. Well, Mike, I appreciate you taking the time to uh, sit down and have this conversation with me. I'm sure I won't let it be the last. I had a great world. time. Thanks so much for yeah. uh, for having me over and. Um, I look forward to when you get this thing up on the web, and I'll share it with some people. For sure. And, and uh, we'll have a beer and a smoke again, whatever. Okay. Right on. Sounds good, man. Right on, brother. And uh, thank you, kids out there on the internet for listening. Yeah. Uh, this is Bowl After Bowl. May your bowls burn ever brighter. <laughs> Cheers.